with artists created and produced by Detlef Schlick, a visual artist and ritual designer, living and loving in West Cork, and best known for his essay about the cause and effect of shamanism, art and digital culture. Working in the field of performance, photography, painting, sound, installations, and film he will dive and discover with us and a weekly creative guest into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind. This is Detlef Schlich and today we dive into the deep and unknown exciting ocean of our creative mind. Again, with my thoughts and research. Um, hello dear listeners. Remember last time when we took that wild shamanic ride through the digital cosmos as the allure of digital dreams where I, your humble host Detlef Schlich, pondered the existential question of life as a series of ones and zeros. Imagine a world where my morning coffee is just a pixelated illusion and my artistic strokes are but data streams. Ah. The digital nirvana. But let's snap back to reality for a moment, shall we? As much as I'd love to be the first digital shaman, floating through cyberspace there's a teeny tiny problem. The hardcore science of it all. So for those of you who thought I was ready to plug into the matrix, hold on to your paintbrushes. Today in episode 192 we're diving deep, and I mean microscope deep into the current research on uploading our awareness. And trust me, it's not as simple as dragging and dropping a file into the cloud. For our new listeners and those who might have thought it's taken a bite out of a digital apple last time, let's bridge the gap between digital dreams and digital reality. Buckle up, it's going to be thrilling, enlightening and slightly nerdy right. But Like always, first of all, I would really like to thank everyone who is all the time part of my journey and uh, my dear listeners from everywhere, from Argentina, America, England, Ireland, Germany, Japan, you name it. Thank you very much for your support and for your encouragement and for your questions and for your engagement and at the I Love West Coast Artist page at Facebook. So I just can stress it again and again, the more the merrier. Join the Isle of West Cork artists at the Facebook group, share your ideas, share this podcast, or follow me on, on Instagram at Detschlich or at Attitude or at Isle of West Cork artists, where I'm gonna post always updates of my ideas and of, of sometimes private things as well. Basically, a lot about the podcast in general. Yeah, and uh, have fun and enjoy and, and, and live and learn, listen and learn, especially. I would say somehow let's start and let's compare us the digital dreams versus the digital reality. The digital dreamland. Imagine a place where Wi-Fi signals never drop, where your digital self always looks fresh. 
even after what would be in a night of binge-watching shows. So a realm where every bite and bit harmoniously aligned to create a perfect digital utopia. That's the dream, right? That's what we call the digital dreamland. But hold on. Let's hit the pause button on that dreamy playlist for a moment. The reality. Well, it's a tad more complicated. It's like, imagine you can paint the Mona Lisa, but you've only got three colors and a toothbrush. Sure, you could give it a go, but it might end up looking more like the Mona Lisa. Now, I'm not saying our digital aspirations are a lost cause. Far from it, but There's a chasm between our pixel-perfect dreams and the current pixelated reality. It's like wanting to stream in 4K, but you're stuck buffering in 144p. It's frustrating, right? That means if it comes to pixel, we need a and to data, we need a lot of a lot of lot of lot of, lot of other things. So before we get too carried away with our digital fantasies. Let's ground ourselves and explore what's really going on behind the scenes. And trust me, it's a wild ride filled with more twists and turns than a roller coaster designed by a coffeinated squirrel, you know. Let's start with the ideas and, and with, with, with the science fiction possibilities and, and, and with the reality behind that. So what's, what's about uploading consciousness, uploading your own consciousness and all, all of a sudden you are uploaded. So I tried to find a comparison to explain it on the easy way, so you know, the difficulties in it, you know. So so imagine trying to pour the entire ocean into a bathtub. Well, so that would be the kind of like the challenge of uploading our fast consciousness into a digital space. I mean sure you might get a few waves in, but there's a whole lot of sea you're missing out on. What means at the end of the day, it's, it's probably not your consciousness. It's just a, a hint of of yeah. Or let's take a data transfer in generally, you know. So so that's uh, provided that that you have a probably data transfer in order to upload your consciousness, and that means you need. I mean. It is so abstract to understand how much data transfer you need in order to upload your consciousness. Transferring data can sometimes feel like, as well, like trying to thread a needle while riding a roller coaster. So it's possible, but expect a few loop the loops along the way. You know, I mean, uh, transferring that stuff through through this needle. You really again will end up in a glitch book somehow like that. All right, <laughs> all right. Um, what's about the digital memory? You know, uploading digital memory, which is already quite a lot, especially the older you get. You know, so so what's about this problem there? So think of digital memory like a giant game of Tetris. Giant, giant, giant game of Tetris. Every piece has its place, duke, duke, duke. But if you're not careful, things can pile up quickly, and before you know it, it's game over. And again,
you know so uh so all what 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 we have until now is if we would try to to upload our consciousness we would have a quite disturbing brain in front of us uh, the next thing is ai learning training an ai is a bit like teaching a toddler to paint so at first it's all messy lines and splatters but with time patience and a few tantrums from both the ai and the programmers you might just get a masterpiece but this really this takes ages and ages and ages so so i don't know so how would it be if to upload consciousness is it more just like training an ai to pretend being your consciousness or would this algorithms really create something which could be similar as your consciousness i mean that's for me still all very philosophical and, and my but my dream he really this dream really inspired me to philosophize a little bit about it you know another thing is then the, the the digital integration so merging our minds with machines you know so it's like trying to make a sandwich using a computer keyboard and a mouse <laughs> so sure you can press and click all you want but you're probably still going to be hungry. This is part and as well and from the quantum computing. Um the next subject which is which is as well a big big part of this quantum computing is like a magic trick where the magician pulls not just one rabbit out of the head but an infinite number of them all at once and just when you think you're figured out you figured it out the rabbits turn into ducks you know so so this is this is what we need in order to proceed with all our uploading consciousness ideas and getting that right takes probably quite a long 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 time so all right dear listeners let's put on our nerdy glasses and dive into this nitty-gritty i mean uploading consciousness sounds like a breeze right just a simple copy paste job well not quite um it's more like trying to live stream your entire life but the wi-fi keeps dropping out frustrating and uh, a tad more complex first of what do we need to, what do we even mean by consciousness is it our memories, our feelings, our sense of humor, or that weird dream where you're late for an exam and for some reasons you're just in your pajamas? But I mean, don't worry, we've all been there. No? <laughs> now, imagine trying to capture all of that every memory, every emotion, every bizarre dream, and translating it into a language computers can understand. It's like trying to explain the plot of a telenovela for a toaster. Dramatic, intricate, and a tad crispy around the edges. But let's say we've cracked the code and we've managed to digitize our essence. Now comes the real challenge. Where do we store it? Current storage solutions are like trying to fit an elephant into a suitcase. Sure, you might get the trunk in, but there's a whole lot of elephant left. And then there's the matter of interaction. How do we, as digital entities, interact with the digital world? Do we swipe left or right? Do we double-click or drag and drop? It's like being handed a paintbrush, but being told 
you can only paint in Morse code. Well, but fear not, researchers around the globe are working tirelessly on these challenges and while we might not be ready to take the digital plunge just yet, the future holds promise somehow. So while we wait, let's keep dreaming, questioning and maybe just maybe keep our pajamas ready for that next bizarre dream. Which are the hardcore problems. Time to roll up our sleeves and tackle the big beefy challenges of this whole uploading our brains business because let's be honest it's not all rainbows and digital butterflies there are some real head scratchers here and the first would be sensations and emotions so how do you digitize the feeling of a warm hug or the taste of a chocolate chip cookie it's like trying to describe color to a computer that only understands binary so Blue is like 0101010101, but with a hint of 01010110, oh, isn't it? The next would be um, continuous experience. So if we are digital, do we still experience time the same way? Or is it more like binge-watching a TV show where you suddenly realize you're watching three seasons in one sitting and it's 4 a.m.? Time in the digital room might just be another slider in the setting menu. I mean, uh, it's, like I said, far still currently very abstract. If we're gonna go further, there's the identity crisis. If you can copy digital data, can you copy, well, you? Imagine waking up and finding out there are 10 digital versions of you all arguing about who's getting to control the playlist to talk about an existential traffic jam. Let's not forget interactions. How do we communicate? Is it instant messaging or more like telepathy? I mean, and what's about digital etiquette? Do you send a read receipt when you access someone's thought? So many questions, so few emojis to express them, you know. And lastly, that's the, the big one, is um, hardware and software compatibility. Think of the times your computer decided to update right when you were in the middle of something important. Now imagine that's your consciousness. Sorry, can't think right now. I'm installing consciousness update 3.14. Yeah, there's a silver lining. Every challenge is an opportunity in disguise. And while these problems might seem insurmountable now, they are the puzzles that drive innovation, spark creativity, and keep researchers fueled on copious amounts of coffee. All right, listeners, remember when we chatted about digital shamanism in our last episode. Now, the allure of navigating the digital cosmos, connecting with ancient codes, and seeking wisdom from the great algorithm spirits. It's a concept that's both mystical and, let's admit, it's a tad out there. But now that we've dived into the hardcore problems of digital consciousness, let's circle back to our digital shaman roots. How does this spiritual journey fit into the world of ones and zeros? Imagine for a moment a digital shaman performing a ritual to cleanse corrupted data or guide a lost file back into its rightful folder. Instead of traditional drums, they'd have rhythmic beeps and boobs. Instead of a sacred dance, perhaps a series of well-timed keyboard shortcuts like CTRL and ALT and enlighten anyone. 
And what's about the spirits and deities of this digital realm? Are there guardian spirits of the firewall, trickster spirits of the spam folder, or wise old entities that resides in the ancient realms of Windows 95. And here's where it gets truly fascinating. If our consciousness is digital, our spiritual and emotional experiences would also be in this realm. Seeking guidance, healing or connecting would take on a whole new dimension. Um, instead of meditating to find inner peace, maybe it's about defragmenting our digital souls. It's a, it's a wild, whimsical, wondrous concept, and while we might chuckle at the idea of a shaman sending good vibes via Bluetooth, it's a reminder of the deep human need for connection, understanding, and transcendence, whether in the physical or digital realm. For me, it's quite, it's just a mind game and, and very, very surreal. I like it to think and to philosophize about subjects like this. It's, um, It's weird. We live in very interesting times, I would say. I would say like this. All right, dear listeners, it's that time again where we open up the digital mailbag and see what you've been pondering, questioning, or maybe just laughing about from our previous episodes, especially the episodes where I was explaining the dream. So first up, we have a message from Timothy from Berlin. He writes, Detlef, I loved the idea of digital shamanism, but I've got to ask, if we're all digital, who handles the tech support? Do we have digital spirit guides for that? <laughs> that this is a great question, Timothy. Uh, maybe our digital spirit guides are the unsung heroes, the IT wizards working tirelessly in the background, or perhaps in this realm we all become our own tech gurus. Imagine that. I mean, I don't know. So it might be might be interesting at all. Uh, I always mentioned the power of algorithms in, in two or three episodes before, which could be as well scary too. So yeah, good question. It could be dangerous if, if this support comes into the wrong hands. But I think if things would be possible... Um, I mean, a lot a lot of things have to come into this course, isn't it? So next is Leela from Dublin. She asked, if we are defragmenting our digital souls, does that mean we can also upgrade our spiritual software? Looking for that Enlightenment 2.0. <laughs> well, Leila, I love your spirit. Enlightenment 2.0 sounds like a premium package. Jokes aside, the idea of evolving and upgrading our spiritual experiences in the digital realm is truly thought-provoking. Thank you for your questions. And last, Rai from Mumbai shares, The concept of digital consciousness is both exciting and terrifying. It's like standing on the edge of a vast digital ocean, not knowing what lies beneath. Beautifully put, Rai. It's absolutely that mix of wonder, curiosity, and a dash of fear that makes this journey so captivating, I would say. And um, yeah, I mean, I still try to be open and investigating in it and getting inspired by it somehow. So thank you to everyone who shared their thoughts with me and with my listeners. Your insights, questions, and occasionally witty remarks made this journey all the more enriching. Keep those messages coming and let's continue this digital dialogue together.
I would say as we wrap up today's enlightening and let me slightly mind-bending journey into the realms of digital consciousness and shamanism, it's time to cast our gaze forwards. What's awaiting us in this vast digital frontier? In our upcoming episodes, we will dive in deeper. We will explore the ethical implications of a digital existence. Imagine a world where you can mute emotions or download new experiences. What does that mean for our understanding our, of reality, morality and humanity? We also be joined by some leading experts, hopefully sometimes in the fields of neuroscience, technology and of course digital artistry, which is still the, the main part for me. They'll shed light on the latest research, breakthroughs and the challenges that lie ahead. So for those of you who love a go deep dive, trust me, we've got some threads in store. I mean, probably not in the next episodes. Uh, and for our creative souls, fear not, we'll be exploring the artistry of the digital realm. From pixelated masterpieces to algorithmic symphonies, we'll discover how artists are pushing the boundaries and redefining what it means to create. Whether you're a tech enthusiast, a philosophical ponderer, or just someone who loves a good story that stay tuned the digital rabbit hole goes deep and we just getting started until then keep dreaming questioning and of course backing up your data i would say as we draw the curtains on together on today's digital odyssey i have some thrilling news for all your attitude aficionados out there in our next episode attitude special 19 Three, we're turning up the volume and grooving to a different beat. Join me for a live jam session with the incredible, talented Dirk Schlömer, Thomas Wiegand and a symphony of other German and international musicians. So trust me, it's going to be a musical extravaganza you want to be missed. But then there is as well more. In Attitude 194, we're handing over the mic to those gifted souls. An open mic session where they will introduce us to their favorite tunes and poetic musings. It's a celebration of art, creativity and the melodies that connect us all. So I hope, I mean, so it, it, I still don't know what, 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 I, or what, what we will hear, but it will be great. It will connect us all. And for those eagerly awaiting the continuation of our digital consciousness exploration, fear not, after our musical interlude, we'll dive maybe back into the depths of our research, maybe um, re-exploring the mysteries of the digital realm, so maybe re-exploring the mysteries of the digital realm, maybe re-exploring something different, I will see. Maybe I have a couple of podcasts up to my anniversary, my one lots together with Dirk Schlömer, we will see. He will be, for the next days, my guest over here in Balinspittel and look into that together. So mark your calendars, tune those instruments and get ready for a roller coaster of rhythm, rhymes and revelation. Until then, keep your spirits high, your curiosity pricked and your headphones at the ready. I would say, my dear, 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 dear listeners, let's come together next Sunday and I hope you can be part of this Attitude podcast at 10 o'clock next Sunday, 10 o'clock a.m. with myself and hopefully a lot of guests. Until this time, take care and stay cool. Bye-bye. You're that left. You have listened to Artitude. 
West Cork's first art, fashion and design podcast. Artitude, never so close again. Ah! That was too close.